Today we are continuing to explain the Rebbe's new capital, Kufchafalev, with the Geula Dika approach. And we're going to focus on the last Pasik, Pasik Ches, which we know that in general the number 8, Vahibayoy Mashmini, 8 is connected to Moshiach, because 7 is nature, 8 is higher than nature, and therefore Mila is on the eighth day, which is beyond Seichel, beyond nature, the connection we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Pesach says, Hashem Yishmor Tzeischel Ve'yecha, the Ebesher should watch, guard, when you go out and you come in, Me'ata Ve'adoylam, from now until all eternity. So the first thing is, where are we going and coming that the Abishter has to watch us. Is this a general bracha that wherever you didn't go, Hashem should watch us? Or it's a talking about a specific mission that we're going on. Where are we going on a journey that Hashem should watch us? So the Sephornu writes that this is specifically talking about the times of Moshiach. Listen to his Lashen. He writes, B'mitzvah ha-Moshiach. The time when Moshiach comes, Moshiach is going to send us on a special shlichus. What's going to be the shlichus? We're going to have to be mekarev the goyim. They have these goyim that are going to be in faraway places. And they all have to be spoken to and awakened to the Abishter. Moshiach's job is The whole world has to be filled with Kimol Ha'oretz Deyes Hashem. So, someone's going to have to go and teach all these goyim. So there's going to be yidin which are going on a shlichus to go educate and elevate these goyim, to be mechiach these goyim. Like the Navi says in Micha Perik Dalit. So, Dovr HaMelech is foreseeing the shlichus that we're going to have in the time of Moshiach. And he's wishing yidin, Hatzlacha, that Hashem should watch you as we're going on this shlichus to be Mekarev the Goyim to the Abishter. The Radak says we're also talking about Moshiach, but he speaks about it in a different way. He says, Hashem Yishmer Begolus Yishmerecha. Hashem, the first thing is Hashem Yishmer, Hashem should watch us while we are in Golus. And says Choveyecha, and he explains like this, from what I understand. We all assume that the journey from Golos, from our homes to Yerushalayim, we're going to be going on clouds, everything's going to be great. What possibly can go wrong? So while that is the physical journey, think about the transition from Golos to Geula. Think about what it takes for the world to go from Golos to Geula. We know that Chazal, some of them said, which means, I want Mashiach to come, but I don't want to be there when the process is unfolding because there can be, every time there is a change, there can be things which are happening in the world. Whether we're talking about whether we're talking about other events that take place. And therefore transition, even a positive transition, is never easy. And there can be events that take place which can be very painful when people are changing. Even birth is a very painful experience. And like we explained, 
that Gula is compared to Leda. So if you look at Golos as a pregnancy, expecting Moshiach, we are all expecting Moshiach to come. And, but in a literal sense, the world is expecting, is preparing for Moshiach, and then Moshiach comes, that last transition from Golos to Gula, there can be a dangerous trip. It can be a difficult journey. It can be a journey that comes with a lot of pain. Like we know Bechlau, it says Yaakov Avinu was afraid from the journey because things happen. The Sotan is Mekatreg. So that is normally understood to be, let's say, going to Mitzrayim on the journey. But if you think about it metaphorically, the journey in the process from Golas to Geula can be a very difficult journey, a very important journey. So according to the Radak, Dovra Melech is telling us that this journey, when you're going out of Golas and you're going into Eretz Yisrael, the transition from Golos to Geula, that journey, whatever that looks like for each individual, you need a special bracha for. Because it's very difficult, and who knows what can be going on around. And David HaMelech is benching us that this journey should be Bechesed Berachamim. We know that recently we have based this in the Istalkos of the Rebbe Rashab, and the Friedrich Rebbe says that in his last birthday before the Istalkos, and that uh, Fried, Rebbe Rashab told the Friedrich Rebbe you know, about his birthday, he should chazer chesidus on a birthday, and that the birthday should be celebrated, it should be bechesed uberachamim. And he said he didn't understand. What do you need a brach on a birthday, bechesed uberachamim? He says seven years later, when, the, you know, when he went out on Yud Beis Tammuz, Tafresh Beisayin, right? When, uh, you know, when that, when that kufa came, he realized what it means to Yud Beis Tamo should be Bechesed Uberachamim. So the journey of Geula needs a special bracha. Another fascinating pirosh, the Balaturim says on this Pasik, if you look in the capital, the word Yishmar Tzeischa, there's a hyphen in between, which means that you can really look at it as one word. It's two words in one. So he says, if you look at it that way, so you have Hashem. So the Rosh Tevis is Yud, Yud, Vav, which is obviously Gematria 26, which is Shem Hashem. And the Soif Tevis of those three words, and uh, the Soif Tevis of those three words are Hey, Chaf, and Chaf, which is 45, which is Shem Ma. We know that there are four ways that the Abishter's name of Yud Kevavke is expressed. Absag Ma and Ban, which Shema is the last, is the is the final Oisiyos, which that also shows that we're talking about Gula because both of these two names of the Abishter, Ma and Yudke Vavke, are connected very strongly with the Inyan of Gula. In addition, this pasuk is directly associated with Mezuzah. Everybody knows the story of Unclus Hager, that he was obviously the nephew of the great Roman emperor, and he converts to Yiddishkeit, and his uncle is not thrilled about this latest development, if you can say the least, and he sends the soldiers out to be, you know, bring him back. And every time they come in and start talking to Unclus, after the Fabrengen, they themselves are Nisgayer, they themselves 
become Gedim and Yidin. Until the next group, the high-end soldiers, the king says, this time you go, don't talk to this kid. He's dangerous. He starts opening his mouth. Who knows what might happen? So they walk in. Their ears are clogged. Their mouths are shut. They schlep him out of their house. And he puts his hand on the door. And they ask him, what are you doing? He says, I'm kissing a mezuzah. He says, what's a mezuzah? So he starts fabrenging. He already had an opening. And he explained to them that look at the difference between your service of your king and ours with the Abishter. He says, your king sits inside and we have to pro- you have to protect the king. Our king is protecting us. And they were so nispalled from this idea of mezuzah that they were nisgayer. And the Pasik that's used in regards to this Inyan, Unklus explained them this Pasik, Hashem Yishmar Tzeis Choveyecha. That the Abishter stays outside and he protects the home. Which, Bechlal, that reminds me of the story. There's Gemara in Yerushalmi, Peya Aleph, with Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. We know Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was a very, very wealthy man. Very. They say that even in his time, his Shifcha, his servant, was like richer than kings. And that on his table, they had every delicacy at every season. That means it was unlimited wealth. He was the Nasi B'Yisrael, a very wealthy man. And he was Chavrusa with the Roman king, as we know. According to some opinions, they were switched as babies, the whole story. But either way, one time the king brought him a beautiful, beautiful gift, a beautiful diamond. Now those days, or even till today, royalty, they exchange gifts. So he was expecting that Rebhuda Nasi would give the gift the king something Beautiful. And he gives the king a mezuzah. So the king says, how does this compare to your diamond? You, I gave you a diamond. You give me a scroll. Well, you know, today you have to make sure there's a scroll. Just last week over here, a guy came to me, told me, showed me his mezuzah that he got as a gift. I said, let me see this gift. I pulled out a piece of paper, the photocopy of Shema. You know, that was the mezuzah. But... Um, Obviously, he gave him a beautiful, beautiful mezuzah. But the king said, I'm not impressed. I gave you this priceless diamond, and you give me a mezuzah. So the Gemara says that Yudanasi answered, look at the difference. You gave me a diamond, then now I have to hire a guard to watch. I gave you something that's going to watch you. I gave you a protection. You gave me something that I now have to hire a protection. So obviously, the mezuzah, which is Shoimer, it's... The Eibishter, and it's also very, very much connected to the Indian of Geula. Besides the fact that we know that the Halakat Sadik Rebbe Yitzchok says that the Gemara says in Megillah that all the shuls and all the Batkinesiyos are going to go to Eretz Yisroel when Mashiach comes. The Halakat Bardichev says that any home with a kosher mezuzah is considered that type of house that goes to Eretz Yisroel. So imagine if you think of it in those terms. If we take what Reb Levitzik says at face value, which there's no reason not to, it gives you a whole new understanding of Mifza Mezuzah. When you put a Mezuzah on a Yid's door, you're <coughs> making that door Mechuber to the Eretz Yisrael. You're connecting it to the Gula Mamish. This home now is included in the homes that go to Eretz Yisrael. Imagine we actually thought about that. Our kach and our excitement in Mifza Mezuzah would be limitless. We're literally saving homes, bringing them to Eretz Yisrael. We're connecting them to the base of Migdash eventually. This is the idea behind Mifzah Mezuzah.
But more than that, what is the essence of mezuzah? Mezuzah is the weirdness of the Abishter. The Abishter is the balabas of the world. That's what really a mezuzah is. A mezuzah is our statement that we are all under the, the rulership and the hashpah Akadish Baruch This whole idea of the world's filled with the knowledge of the Abishter is expressed in the mezuzah. And if you think about it, the Shema Yisrael, which is the main posik, obviously, of the mezuzah. Most of us don't realize what we say in Shema Yisrael. We say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem Echod. Rashi asks, why don't we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu, Echod. Why do we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem Echod. And Rashi explains that there's a message that we're saying, that right now is Hashem Aleikeinu. Right now, the only ones that recognize the Abishter are Knesset Yisrael, are Yidin. When Mashiach comes, Hashem Echad, the Gansevelt, the whole world will know the Abishter. This idea is what Mezuzah represents, Mifzah Mezuzah represents, and that's the Gula Posik, Hashem Yishmatez Chaviyacha, Me'ata V'yad